Hello, sir. I am C-3PO Human-Cyborg Relations. You must unlearn what you have learned. Remember, a Jedi can feel the Force flowing through him. And between it all, balance. Welcome to Voice of the Wills. This is where the fun begins. You are right back in the mess. Keep your concentration here and now where it belongs. All this, as the Force wills it. Just when you think you understand the Force, you find out how little you actually know. I may fail, you may fail, but there is no try. We would be honored if you would join us. Alright, welcome once again to Voice of the Wills. I am Matt Almuccio, and I am here with Elena Source. Elena, it feels like it's been forever. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It does feel like forever. Didn't we? Re- we did record last month, right? Or is it, I think so. It's just been such a month that like it feels like so much time has passed. It does feel like a long time has passed, but uh, I think it's all the snow we're getting. Honestly, it, twice a week. It's freezing time. My my poor <laughs> back is breaking from all this goddamn shoveling. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we don't even have uh, practice for uh, track anymore because we have to be outside. Um, oh man! And so there's yeah, for like, what the sidewalk <laughs> looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, there you heard Albert. Albert, how you doing? Hello there. I am there. Andy. What? Andy? What? Andy. Oh, you're Andy, dandy. Gotcha. I thought he said it was Andy. I was like, that's I, I not thought, correct. Listen, I thought it was okay. a new slang term since we, we before <laughs> we got uh, started recording, we were discussing slang terms that uh, that I did not know. Gen, um, Gen Z slang. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I feel like I should know that, though. Like, I know, I, I you know, not that I'm hip to it, but I just know it from being a teacher of plenty of Gen Z people. But uh, yeah, I get surprised all the time. Um, and we also have Rodney Clark. Rodney, what's up, man? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Shoveling the snow like the rest of us and driving through it, you know. <laughs> oh, man. You, yeah, you still got to go out yeah, in this crap. No. Actually, I, I do like driving in the snow. Um, Why? Because there's less people in the road, number one. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but then you, you have those few idiots who shouldn't be driving in the snow and cars that shouldn't be driven in snow who are, you know, Driving into the telephone pole, they're in ditches. Yep, I pass by them and every in your way. One of them on the turnpike going north, and uh, you know, as long as I see them, I know it won't be me. What kind of car do you drive that you're so <laughs> confident driving in the snow? Oh I've been literally driving for 25 years straight up and down the turnpike tri-state area. Okay, but I mean, if you're driving a Subaru versus I'm like a minivan. Actually, no. Let me let me let me go down the timeline of vehicles. I started in the station wagon. I had two, <laughs> I had two station. This is my, this is my work van. So I had two station wagons. I had a uh, a Chevy HHR, which is this little tiny car. That looks like a stormtrooper helmet. I kid you not. It looks like a stormtrooper helmet. You guys are listening? To I know Google exactly what Chevy you're talking HHR. about. And then I got uh, I'm on my second minivan. It's so like a Dodge Caravan. It's four. It's front wheel drive, so they handle really well in the snow. Really? Front wheel? That's, uh, yeah. you know, you know what's funny for me, having grown up in Colorado, to watch everybody around here drive and how afraid everybody is of, like, two inches of snow. Mm-hmm. In New um, Jersey? I mean, well, hold yeah. on. You're you're in South Jersey. It's a whole other ball game up here. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> well, remember, listen, I can tell you right now, our Deveron base, the first dinner we had, it was raining down there. When I was yeah. driving home... I was driving in five inches of snow, and I drifted off the road three times, and I was just like, oh, here, it's happening again. Oh, here we go. In Colorado, if it isn't <laughs> six inches of snow, we I don't even know if we say that it snowed. Like, that's the thing. Like it's like, uh, But it's great when, when, every, when time slows down and you feel your car, you don't have the control of it. It's, it's, it's funny. It's funny to me, though, because I will be, I'll be driving like... F- 10 miles an hour because i know my car i drive a scion it's a front wheel drive doesn't it barely has any traction in rain so i know my car can't handle snow so i'm like okay baby okay baby we're just gonna go nice and slow not gonna you know go too fast and still 
10 miles an hour and I'm like oh there we go so just slow motion I'm watching you know the world is spinning and I'm like okay here we go I'm gonna have to the truck behind me is gonna have to help me push my car out of the bank <laughs> no problem it is definitely, for those of you who don't know New Jersey, it is a whole different world um, up there, even though New Jersey is very small, uh, all the way up the, where it's Atlanta is. It's two different climate zones. It's to, can't even compare. Right. It's not the same. Not that it's like it's, balmy down here. It's not like we're in Florida, but. <laughs> I wonder if it's because of the elevation change, because the elevation in northern New Jersey, like in the northern corner, is higher. And then as you go down, it's a lot lower. Even down, like, I think in the Philly area, it's pretty. Yeah, we're pretty. Yeah, we're pretty low. Do your ears pop when you drive home from conventions? Because <laughs> you're going so high up the mountain of New Jersey. No, because it's gradual. Sure. But I have one oh, hill. Okay. There's one back road that is very steep that I can I can feel my ears popping every time I come down from my like where <laughs> I live down to to go to the grocery store. I go down this back road. I'm like, ah, oh, god damn it, gotta chew Oxygen gum. Mess, pop out of your car. <laughs> oh yeah, it drops down. It drops down from the. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, if maybe for another podcast, I'll go over what it's like uh, driving over the passes in Colorado um, when you, <laughs> new podcast is, driving in snow. What what is it like driving in, driving? Well, just driving over passes in Colorado. <laughs> I um, I'll, I'll tell the story. Um, I had this old '88 uh, Corolla that I drove when I was in college, oh, no. <laughs> and and we and uh, we went to go to a friend's house. It was in. It was over, I forget what pass it was. Oh, I'm blanking on the name of the pass. But it was over the pass to go over there. And so we we drove there. And on the way there, my car overheated. Overheated? So we stopped and we got like water and put it in the radiator to just cool it down. And we kept driving and drove oh, to the place. Oh, my God. Um, and we, we hung out and whatever. And then I was driving home. And it was, it was pretty late. I don't remember the time, to be honest with you, because it was 20 years ago. But uh, we were driving home and uh, coming down the pass... Um, come on the other side we're going and I was like alright it keeps overheating so I'm just going to put it it was a stick shift I'll just put it in neutral and I'll just coast all the way down the pass <gasps> um, and we were watching so we're watching the gauge and it's not it's staying in the zone that's fine it's not overheating not overheating and we were like fixated on the gauge and went right past the exit no no <laughs> Mr. Exit so when we had to drive back up it totally overheated and just stopped and shut down in the middle of nowhere oh no um, and we had to get, we had to call somebody at like three in the morning or something to come pick us up because we were in the middle of nowhere. Oh so. my god! No, thank you. <laughs> and I love technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, we uh, got way off of the Star Wars, uh, you know, topic. Uh, I guess the segments is way into it, considering the fact that the next topic is technology. Yeah, you should have had a droid navigating for you, and you wouldn't have missed your turn. Uh. Oh, listen, this thing didn't have power windows. This was, uh, <laughs> cranking it, cranking. <laughs> this was, this was, this was, you know, uh, when I went to college, my parents had promised me that they would, uh, that they would get me a car and they found the cheapest, uh, hunk of junk that they could find. They, and it was stick shift and I didn't know how to drive stick. And they're just like, they came out to Colorado. They're like, here, we got you, bought this car. Great, oh. and then I had to learn in Colorado how to drive stick on like the hills and stuff. Oh, there bless were several, you, lady! Uh, hilarious, uh, bless you. That ensued from doing that. So, so. you're just burning out clutches. Oh <laughs> no! Of the hills. <laughs> oh man, the first time I drove it, I drove it to the to the grocery store, and I got stuck at a light for ten minutes because I couldn't get the car started. It was on a hill, and, and I kept then you get backwards. all nervous because everyone else is like, "What the fuck?" Why are and we people are yelling at you, beeping you, and I, it took me, you know, a good 10, 15 minutes to realize that I was in third gear um the whole time and you oh. know once you know how to drive sticks and starting in third gear is not a big deal but if you don't know what you're doing you can't start in third it's not a thing i've got a quick so. driving stick shift story real quick so <laughs> <laughs> again this is a new podcast here we go yeah <laughs> driving stick shifts the off segment segment so a buddy of mine today. just got a uh an accurate something uh this is maybe about 20 years ago we drive down to um Club Benet, I think it was, a, a, a rock club down in southern New Jersey, to go see David Lee Roth, just to timestamp it, you know, by himself. <laughs> so, um, long story short, uh, he ends up getting arrested, and I had to drive his car, a, a stick shift, to the police station away from him and didn't come back. Um, he complained about the damage that I did to his clutch, because mind you, I've only had <laughs> one lesson in driving a stick, maybe about a month before, and given the pressing situation, there was no other choice for me to drive his 
semi newer car oh, no. uh, poorly <laughs> to the police station and wait for him to get released. But we did make yeah, it back man. in time to see David Lee Roth, so the night was saved. <laughs> arrested and still saw David. When you first said that, I thought you said David Lee Roth got arrested. But no, no, anyways, no, no. close. <laughs> There's a. There are more tangents I could go off on driving. So again, when when we're ready to have our uh, separate podcast tangent conversation, right? Um, <laughs> but we are good at tangents. But let's get to a topic that is Star Wars related. Um, and for this one, it's going to be a all droids uh, episode. Um, both topics have to deal with droids, um, and we haven't talked too much about droids uh, uh, aside from you know how they relate to other topics. So we're going to dedicate to um, those fabulous machines that are uh, all over the Star Wars universe and uh, discuss first in our fandom topic which one of the uh, droids happens to be your favorite. Um, And I have an inkling what Elena might say, but maybe I'm wrong. So let's hear what Elena has to say. I think I mentioned it right before we started recording. Right, that's why I said I think I know what (laughs) you're going to say. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned, mentioned this little guy plenty of times, but Chopper. 1000% 1000% is my favorite. To the chopper. I just the the sass and the <laughs> honestly he, he's a little a psychotic, I think, too. He's a little he's a little bloodthirsty sometimes and I just I I love it. <laughs> I just love the yeah. attitude. This is the most uh I, I don't even know how to explain it character deserves a droid. slap and just the fact well, that, that episode where he kicks the one droid off of the off of the ghost you have my ship and, and, yeah, yeah and i love that like you can't understand what they're saying but like you can kind of get what they're saying just by <laughs> <laughs> and he's voiced by dave filoni which makes it even better <laughs> I think the good thing about it though is because you don't really hear the uh, like an actual voice or anything. Like you can supplement it for anything. So for, for all intents and purposes, Chopper has a potty mouth. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but Chopper could be cursing up a storm, and we wouldn't even know. And I love that <laughs> when he's shaking those pseudo arms that come out of his head. Yeah, like, is Chopper <laughs> like the Danny DeVito in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> <laughs> Like I didn't think of it before. So you anyway, said this, I start blasting. E- either, either exactly, either his character from Taxi or his character Taxi, from yeah. yeah, or his character from Sunny in Philadelphia, Danny <laughs> <Stanley> DeVito. <laughs> I just like I legitimately around. when I'm watching Rebels, I I legit laugh whenever Chopper does something funny or or even that whole episode about how he wanted a new leg and the trouble that yes. he caused be over this stupid leg and he like he ended up stealing the leg and just a mess he gets left behind. It's just such a saga with when it when it when Chopper is involved and I love it, it. It always is. Is it Rogue One where we see Chopper rolling through? Yes. Yes. You you yeah, see yeah. him for like two seconds at yeah, at the base. Right. And the and then the episode where they lose him to Lando, where Lando wins him in the bet. Oh, I forgot about that. Right, and uh, yeah, there there's so many good Chopper moments, and mm-hmm. and and his relationship initially with Ezra, and Ezra and and uh, um, even Zeb, Zeb, yeah. when they get in that fight, they get in that fight, and then they have to go. He's such a little, he's such a little instigator too. Yes, I love it. But I feel like I, I love how he, you know, Chopper's like, oh, I'm, you know, the alpha here, like uh, sassy. But I, I feel like if Hera comes in and is like, Chopper, no, no, he's gonna be like, okay, mom. <laughs> I mean, because I think, I think she's, he begrudgingly owner, grows right? along with yeah. it. Yeah, she's the owner. Um, he, remember, he was from a. Um, a Y-Wing, I think it was, from the Clone Wars? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Crashed that. on, um, that crashed on, um... Ryloth? Dang, what's the name of this planet? Now we're coming through with the lore. Ryloth? Oh, that's right. It's, wait, no, I'm vaguely remembering something, but it's been a while since I watched Rebels, but she's yeah. had. Well, she's had, she's had Chopper for a long time. Yeah, she had it since, yeah, since the war. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, yep, that's my favorite little droid. No question. That's a good one. That's a, that's definitely a good one. Um, choppers, uh, choppers. Well, droids are droids tend to be funny in the Star Wars universe, especially in the um, in the kids' he, cartoons because they have a little bit more character. Like even the battle droids, I hate them in in like the prequel movies because they they sound weird. They're like, wah, wah, wah. but in Clone Wars, they're just so goofy. They're like, 
you know, even like you play Battlefront. My favorite is when they're like, bye, grenade. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. And like they get hurt. Like, Ew. oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. So cute. Although even even what's his name Roger in uh in the Free Lego Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen have you seen that one? Uh I remember seeing those uh those episodes whenever I was at uh Justin and Naomi's house uh with Jack. Okay. And uh he was just like sitting there watching it and I just like like scooter kid, I want to watch this with you. <laughs> yeah, J- he's, he's, like, he's like a battle droid, but that's been reprogrammed, and so he has a little. He has he's a little different personality. Um, you know, uh, I think he still he still has the battle droid personality. It's just that he isn't going around killing things. Yes, that's because thing. he like, makes he, remarks. He tends, cook, he tends to cook for them. <laughs> yeah, because like, he makes <laughs> remarks how he used to fight in the war, and he's like, "Oh, this was much easier back then." Yeah. And then, yeah, there's one episode where they show how many times he got killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the, you know, honorable mention, I don't remember the name of the droid or if they even gave a designation number to this one. Um, I think it was the episode where they're on Naboo and there's that, like, evil scientist guy who wanted to release the blue shadow oh, virus yeah, the guy the guy who sounds like this yeah, yeah. there was that little cute um like bottom heavy little droid that was running around with the little grenade thing or the bomb oh i know what you talked about oh that little thing it was so cute i know you're talking about looks like a bunny it's not my favorite, but I, I just want to give an honorable mention to that little. I don't know, mention little well, we adorable. Can, we can droid. we can give some other shout outs after we t- we go around the horn a little bit. But uh, let's see, let's hear what everybody else has to offer. Albert, what do you got? Uh, the battle droids in general—they're all freaking hilarious. <laughs> Roger, 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 Roger. Roger. <laughs> Literally, it was the it was my ringtone for the longest until everyone got fed up with me because you always had your your sound on normal people (laughs) have their phones on silent 90 percent of the time i can't i can't part of so many groups if i if i miss something like i I don't want to go ahead and read everything (laughs) what reading is not fundamental Albert said. Who likes to read? Where you Come didn't on now. need to have your sound on, and it was on <laughs> no, all the time. Hey, hey, listen, it defeats the purpose of having a ringtone. There's a vibration on your phone too that makes some noise. <laughs> nah, I like the noise. You're a dude. What you was probably it, have was more it, pockets. Did it say Roger? Available. It was a series of battle droids, literally going Roger, 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 so Roger. Annoying. <laughs> because no because the pun the pun ladies and gentlemen is that i have an android because it's an android all right so there you have there you have it oh that's why you did it <laughs> yes okay <laughs> you tuned your phone into a pun wow. yes <laughs> okay um there's My certain there's android. certain battle droids that had some personality what was the battle droid well i, I know you didn't see resistance but the, there's some battle droids in resistance at some point really and, there uh, are Yes. Well, see, I didn't watch Resistance because yeah, yes, that are reprogrammed. Um, That was in Resistance, but there's because there was an episode of Clone Wars where um, was it Anakin goes to Diego or something, and they there was a kid living there with the reprogrammed battle droids. Oh, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) with all the angels from Diego. Are you an angel? Yeah, I heard the um, deep space pilots talking about them. They come from the moons of Diego, I think. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't bad. I'm gonna give you um, some Thank points you. for Thank you. for in the in our uh, our uh, um, non-existent, non-existent uh, talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Albert Albert gave us an Obi Wan, and you gave us an Anakin. You're there welcome. We go. <laughs> I have the high ground. <laughs> Rodney, what do you got? For me, it's a. I'm really debating between R2 and K2SO. Oh my god! Mm. Okay, For, K2 all the way. The only thing about K2 that kind of offsets my equation is his height. He's a very big <laughs> droid. I mean, he's a beefy boy. He's a big boy, so I don't like him. <laughs> and I'm a big boy. Oh, okay. Again, I have to sit down and weigh all the options and the parameters of Way, this decision. Wait, he's too weighted. <laughs> After you know, re- really weigh it out. Like, okay, he's way taller than me. He's. They were like what seven? Oh, to so you're eight threatened? 
Yes, I'm totally intimidated <laughs> by this this large Imperial reprogram droid um, who could literally pick me up and slam me down just like he did uh, Jyn Erso. But just trying to like navigate the Star Wars universe, there's a lot of small places and even like smaller sized ships, whereas a, an, or an R2 unit could fit in there pretty easily. But then the opposite side of that, having this big, gigantic, intimidating, imperial-looking droid that can fire a weapon and pilot larger crafts. And I'm trying to weigh the options between the two. I think I may go with the with R2 merely because not everybody will be able, able to understand what he's saying. And I can have my conversation with him on the DL and nobody will be able to know what we're talking about because not everybody speaks speaks droid speak. What what is the, the droid speak is exactly? Is it isn't it like an actual name to it? Binary, binary or something maybe? like that? Yeah, it's probably like a almost like a cross between binary and like uh Morse code. You know, like mm. certain beeps mean certain things and inflections and tones. But Oh my god, do you guys remember that blooper from uh Revenge of the Sith? Where in the beginning of the movie, where Anakin and Obi Wan are, uh, they're about to take the elevator. There's a, there's a, not a blooper. It was like a deleted scene that probably was never going to be used, but it was just like for like for for like a spoof. R two is not reliable or something like that. Yeah, they were like talking to R two, and then yeah. all of a sudden Anakin's like beeping, and we're like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna pick yeah. R two. Because R2. I could talk to my droid and nobody would know what my droid's saying to me. Yeah. R2. Say no Plus he can, he can pretty much no fly idea. anything. And he can pretty much hack into almost any system thanks to his little uh, rod that can go into doors oh, yeah. and it's, ships. It's a little and rod. Anything that the script allow, <laughs> needs him to do. I was trying to just smooth over that there, ladies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so childish, I swear. It's so childish. Um, yeah, so I'm picking R2, man. R2, he's got yeah. boosters on his feet. Let's not forget the obvious coolness. He of can fly this, anything and fly this anywhere. Large, that this, got this you so excited. garbage can <laughs> has booster rockets on his feet. See, so I'm going to say that, like, uh, of the of issues that I had with the prequels initially, this was, like, one of the ones that got me because he never flies in the original trilogy. And so him to just all, there were plenty of situations in the original trilogy where if he just flew, it would have solved the problem. <laughs> so I've always had a, like an he issue with old. like, they need to explain why he can't fly. Like that's he something that needs to be explained. Um, why he can't fly in the original trilogy. And it's just something simple. Like, it could just be like it got damaged and they couldn't fix it or find the parts or something, whatever. But they got, at some point, they've got to explain why he doesn't fly I anymore. I bet it's in a book or a, a, a game some cut scene or, or some, comic. some comic book where, like, Luke is trying to fix it, but he doesn't get it to work. So it's just like, brrr, black smoke comes out or, Whoop. you know... It, <laughs> yeah i've i haven't heard anything i keep it's one of those things where i'm just like that needs to be explained now that we have like this whole expanded everything like they need to explain I bet why there's a google search for it and it's somewhere out there because you're not the first person to mention that too like why is he I'm able sure. to do it then I, I how about this how about like being at the old uh the the republic the high republic was a more wealthy time and such maybe luke just didn't have the money to to put into the droid you know, maybe he needed more gasoline for those turbine engines, and gasoline. he never gave it to him. I mean, granted, he he bought you know R two under the guise of like cheap junk. Yeah, you know? or maybe he didn't even or know like that was possible. That are, and R two's yeah. fuel tank was at zero, empty, and he never <laughs> he never got him. refilled. He said, Dude, yeah, he opened up the hatch and he decided to stick his lightsaber in there and make it shoot out as opposed to putting well, yeah, yeah, the Yeah, that's the reason. He just put it in the fuel tank. Like, you know what? Well, I could make you fly, but I'm going to go for the option to put the spring-loaded lightsaber shooter in your head instead. It's choices. Right. It's all about choices. It's little things. But like, but like think about it. When he lands at Dagobah, right, and R2 falls in to the, uh, to the, to the swamp, mm -hmm. like he could have just flown. Like, well, you didn't have to. He sunk to the bottom and just rode. He was chilling. That was you saying that that was his, his choice. Well, I mean, he it was his he choice hit, to fly. Hit the bottom, and as opposed to trying to fly out, I mean, he could apparently. No, but he should have never. He should have never fallen I mean, I mean, to begin with. I mean, I mean. Or maybe he was too I mean, close. Can to he Luke. use thrusters? Maybe those or thrusters. Or can he use thrusters? 
No, like, what if the thrusters don't work underwater, anyways? Or maybe if the, maybe the gas of Dagobah would be flammable. Ooh. Maybe R two knew that, so he, in order to save his master, he decided to just fall to the bottom of the swamp and ride out. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that the I'm, I'm going to say that the the uh, that the uh, meal that Yoda prepared on uh, over the fire might have uh, ignited. All that world's going to slowly bur- uh, blow up now. Yeah. <laughs> that was a chain Yoda reaction. Pilot light on. <laughs> 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 Dude, no, turn the gas off. He just right. does the... <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Matt? That was a tangent. So, so I was leaning towards R2, and I probably would say that R2, like, design-wise, R2, for me, just... And maybe it's the nostalgia factor for me, but every time I see an R2, especially those guys here in the R2 Builders Clubs who bring them to... Uh, to conventions and stuff i i just get i get excited about an r2 over almost anything else like r2d2 just looks amazing is like the most like probably the most iconic thing in star wars and that's saying a lot you know maybe maybe darth vader but maybe not i mean r2 is 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 star wars so um there is certainly a um you know a special place in my heart for r2 um and and r2 was sort of the original C-3PO, you know, a lot of people love C-3PO. C-3PO, I like C-3PO, but, you know, he's a little too whiny for me uh, (laughs) from the original droid. You just just insulted, like, a crap ton of people just now. Well, no. Not really. I don't, you know, he he is. That's that's objective, I think. That's sort of the character. (laughs) <laughs> right although although he does have some he does have some of my favorite lines from a new hope even you know like he has you know him and a new hope is is very very funny to me um so he's certainly he's certainly one since you picked r2 i could pick maybe a different one you know there's a few that came to mind um it, well the some of the new ones i'm i i love obviously bb8 um is a very uh fun droid he's cute uh, it's got a bb9e Right, BB nine E. BB nine E is a snitching. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's accurate. I mean, uh, Elena, when when they're both spinning in Battlefront two, it's like Beyblades going at it. Use. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that they gave that droid a military cut. They cut like the top yeah. of it. All right. <laughs> it's a very military droid. Here. Like your cut, G. <laughs> it's regulation. You could you could set your watch by a man's haircut. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah uh so i don't know B, i mean bb8 uh certainly was a, a one of the hits of the force awakens um and has some really awesome comedic uh, moments in that uh in that movie he uh he comes through a lot in the sequel trilogy for them it's pretty important um for them i also like to give a shout out to um one droid that is often overlooked and um and and that was Dio, and I'll tell you why. Dio, I'll explain this to you because it's it's a personal thing, but Dio is sort of a broken droid who's basically like an abused dog, right? That dog you get who who's been abused and and you try to take care of it, but there's something wrong with it. Um, that's sort of Dio, but also Dio has Dio's line. I think he says it twice in it, where he goes, uh, "No, no, thank you, no, thank you." says it pretty much exactly the way that Roma says that all the time. So we've nicknamed Dio Roma the droid. Um, and because uh, and, and, Roma went through a stage where, she, you know, we were teaching her to be polite. And so everything was no thank you. And, and, and you know, in times where it wasn't appropriate, like, Roma, it's time to clean your room. No thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's kind of well, I appreciate no, that, you know, you. politeness doesn't get you out of cleaning your room. Sorry, it doesn't work. Um, but, uh, so, so it became, you know, more of a family favorite because, uh, you know, we call it Roma the droid. I I can Um, respect that. That's cute. Good choice. Yeah. Um, and I like, and I like, and I like that, uh, I sort of like that he's sort of like a really simple, like, you know, design that has not much to it, but like, (laughs) well, he's, I don't know. I thought that's what you were going to say. I was like, geez. (laughs) But he also um, is that that's what Poe calls it. <laughs> yeah, cone face, cone I think. face. Cone face. Um, you know, uh, he does play a pretty important role. I mean, he's a minor character. I wouldn't say that, like yeah. you know. But I don't. I you know, he doesn't get as much love as some of the other ones. He, 
Yeah. Like he's not in the I mean, he's also a well, newer but... droid, too, so. I'd like to give an yep. honorable mention to the droid from Fallen Order. Oh, B. Oh, yes. That little dude. That little dude is, is that... awesome. What What was the oh, name of that is. droid? Is it BD? Oh, that's why you Google. That yeah, I think BD. Right. BD. Maybe. No, no, I think it is. BD I think it is something like along those lines. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's all just Google. <laughs> we all right. <laughs> Google's our friend. It is BD One. I was go. right. Good. <laughs> those things are dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. I actually would cool. like a droid like that. It's so adorable. Oh my god, BD is kind of cute. It's so it's so funny though when you're um, interacting with BD like before the end of the campaign, you're like super cheery. Like uh, Cal is like super cheery with BD, and then once the the main campaign is over and you're like going around doing whatever side crap you're doing, whenever he talks to BD, it's like, hey BD. It's like super it's de- broken. Super depressing. I'm like, God, somebody get this Cal's man's a happy meal. Cal's been through. I love it when BD. I love it when BD uh, takes over the K, uh, the KX series uh, droids. Oh, they just make them fight each other. Each other. It's hilarious. BD like splices them. And yeah. Into them. <laughs> Sim me. <laughs> uh, any other mod- honorable mentions? I'm sure there are, but I just can't think of any off the top uh, of my head. The Imperial Droid from uh, 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 the game. It's on the back. The disc. The lead character. Oh, from Battlefront? Yeah. uh, Yes, thank you. (laughs) Those things are dope because they can just stash right in your back. Uh, Like a Tron disc. I don't remember what the name of her droid is. Well, doesn't and doesn't the what is it the the, the little imperial the droids. seven like sister the seven sister droid. have one like that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that that concept. But guys, 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 we're we're overlooking two of the best droids out there, bar none. All right. Okay. The mouse droid and the gonk droid. Well, both of those are yes, those are fun droids. I got into such a um, huge <laughs> argument. I never realized that gonk droids actually say gonk, I guess. Like, that's yeah, the noise yeah. they make. But I never really yeah. realized it. So... Yeah, they're not technically, they're not gonk droids. They're power droids. Well, yeah, I think but... they say gonk in A New Hope. Like, yeah. You see it walking. And he yeah. Says you see it walking. And, well, yeah, I got into the, a huge argument on, with someone yeah. about it. Uh-oh. My boyfriend, I swear, probably almost broke up over it. Because we were, like, in a screaming match about whether or not the gonk droid actually says gonk. I was wrong. <laughs> it does say gunk. Whoa. <laughs> does. Gunk. I was I was gunk. pretty I was my pride was hurt because I was I'm the Star Wars nerd. So I shouldn't have gotten that wrong. <laughs> but I've learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'll become you know I've only yeah. become stronger now. <laughs> I got another audible mention. I don't know the model number. I'm sure one of the three of y'all will. But the droid that's that assigns R2 to the barge. Oh, 99. Or, uh, no, EV, EV 99. Oh, nerd. See what I mean? <laughs> you I nerd. You know we're on the Star Wars <laughs> the ones podcast. that they brought back for, uh, they brought them back for the Mandalorian because they yeah. were the droids that were in charge of, of, uh, of uh, the cantina. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, um, dope droid. I mean, he's got a couple of lines. He's, he, he calls him sassy mouth or something like that. <laughs> he's like, you don't fit in around these, you know, I don't yeah. want to say the wrong word, but dudes. So, but yeah, that guy deserves an honorable mention. Yeah, he's, he's got a little bit of sass. Um, although, don't you notice the trend? The trend with all the droids in the series is that each single one of them has some form of sass. Yeah, uh, the droids are just the general are sassy. Well, for the most part, except for protocol I mean, for, droids, I think they're like supposed to be like butlers. Yeah, yeah. they're too. They're too nice. Well, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, personalities. I mean, well, I'm, I'm not saying was a bit sassy sometimes too. You didn't say my name, but I'm alright. <laughs> yeah, like there's like there's yeah, there's still some level of sass there. So good point. Good point. Like, can you just imagine the the manufacturers like we need to put there's sass, sass into these robots no matter what? Thirty-five like percent on the on their backs or something like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> K two. It was basically put that all the way. <laughs> yeah, just broke the the the, the Oops. <laughs> the knob. <laughs> All right, here's, let, yeah. let me let me test your nerd trivia there, Mr. Matt. Okay. What is the model of the droid that gets his feet burned? Model? 
Do you know that one? Do you know the answer? No, I don't. I'm just asking, like, how much do you know about that droid? Because Star Wars... Oh, well, it's, it's, a, a, it's a gonk droid. It's really? a gonk droid, no? Yeah. Yeah, it's a gonk droid. It was droid. a gonk droid. But who's, yeah, what, do you, yeah. what is the name of the droid who burns, who burns the feet? That one I know, too. I know this because of the Kenner figures. That's why I know this. And they put one of him in the Mandalorian. I think it's the episode with Ahsoka. Um, I, or maybe I'm wrong about that. Weird maybe flex, it's bro. A, Weird flex. But the that one's 8D8. The one, that's guy. Gonna, the one that causes the burning? That does the burning. Does, does the burning. He's 8D8. Wow. That guy. And I love that they've been putting all those guys into the Mandalorian. That's one of my my favorite like little things. We just talked. We did the episode of Easter eggs, uh, not too long ago, and like the fact that they put all those little guys in there, like the background guys, is part of the fun of the show. That's dope. Like you're like, oh, that's that's that guy. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I love. I love, I also find it. I always found it weird, even when I was little, that like the droid is screaming in pain like like yeah. why do droids feel pain i don't understand we need to put pain receptors in droids why sir just do it just do it right like just just I don't, do it i don't i don't know that was, that was always a weird thing for me okay, um, the droids have lots of weird things where you're just like why would you program a droid to like, do that <laughs> like the battle droids saying ow and like screaming in pain yeah and then that one like, of well, the droid and yes. rebels screaming oh my god well yeah. Rodney's mind makes it possible. So <laughs> that should be the segment when I explain <laughs> some weird concept of how Star Wars is real. It okay. I can see a code of self preservation in in the operating system. So they are negatively yes. responding to any sort of sense of damage. Uh I can see um almost like a sh- like a shock uh, like a gyroscope, like you know how your how your Wii controller vibrates and moves and stuff. So, <laughs> Wii controller, <laughs> we're using the Wii. Well, it, it, it's it's a matter of like that artifact um, shock recogn- shock recognition <laughs> or like blunt force trauma. Motion kind. controls? Um, not necessarily motion controls, but like it knows if it's been moved abruptly. You know what I mean? Um, I always found it strange that like you always equate a robot bleeding to it leaking oil because how they did in the Transformers a lot. You know. But, um, yeah, I could see why a droid would not want its shell damaged in any kind of way and probably screaming because they can't stop it. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could justify it that way. It, it It's just one of those things that, you know, it's it, it certainly, I mean, obviously they want to give them human-like characteristics to make them more relatable and, and all of those things, but... But uh, but it's those things like I remember when I was a kid, I was like, why why is he screaming? Like you know, te- the most yeah. terrifying. It might be the most terrifying scream in all of Star Wars. Yeah, you know what I mean, like this droid <laughs> yeah. does not want to get his feet burned. Yeah. <laughs> um. But um. All right. Well, I uh, I'm sure there are some that we missed uh in there because there are plenty of awesome droids and there's some some side droids that are probably would be fun to talk about in maybe another segment. But I think it would be nice to move on to our main topic. And so first, we're going to have a word from the IHOP network. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. I'm Joe. I'm Mike. I'm Seb. And we're Dinner and a Podcast. And you're listening to the International House of Podcast Network. All right. Welcome back. We're going to now go into our main topic. Um, And the main topic, again, this is our droids episode. Um, And so the main topic is going to explore sort of the effectiveness of droids in combat. Um... Prior to um, the uh, prequel trilogy, droids didn't do too much in combat that I can think of. I'm trying it to think like in the original trilogy. Of assassin was droids or something. What's that? Probably some of assassin droids or bounty hunter droids. Well, I'm sure there were in the time period, but I'm just thinking in the movies. Like they really, really that Talking wasn't their function. The they were involved like, in battle. As you mean, like in the original trilogy or timeline wise. Mm-hmm. Timeline-wise, we know that there were some droids that were involved in combat because of Rogue One, but um, but not certainly to the extent that they were in the prequels. But we also, so we saw them in the prequels obviously heavily involved in the combat, but we then just recently in The Mandalorian saw those, um, IG were those droids. The what? The IG, IG units. Well, the IG units, so we had the assassin droids, which we did have in the, obviously in the original trilogy, but I was thinking of... What are the what were those uh, dark troopers? What were the the black oh, stormtroopers called? Yeah, they were they were the de- uh, yeah, dark, dark troopers. troopers. 
Yeah, Dark, Dark Troopers, Troopers originally. At the end. Um, I, I love how they actually made a reference to the fact that they originally wore people inside suits in The Mandalorian. Oh, really? Right. Like, oh, these, yeah, yeah, they used to. They used to be in the in Legends as well as uh, the original Battlefront too. Uh, they were the Jet Troopers, I guess you can say. Yeah, they um, just had, but they gave them that same look. Um, that yeah, they, they gave them the same look, uh, the same lookish kind of look. Um, and again, I, I just like it, like, oh, this is version three. Uh, they they eliminated the human error by getting rid of the human entirely. Right. So let's dive into that a little bit because that's sort of what I'm talking about. What are the effectiveness of them? Um, and the battle droids might be different. Like we sort of have to talk about different classes of the droids used in combat. Um, let's start with probably the least effective, maybe, um, battle droids. Um, why, why were bad? I mean, and there's a part of me that says, why were battle droids really used aside from that? You could create numbers with them, but was that their only effectiveness in, in just having like so many of them that I they, think yeah, that's, yeah, the overwhelming was factor numbers, that they yeah. could have where they it w- w- could swarm in numbers. Yeah. Like, cause you, you, you saw even in Phantom Menace when they deployed them in that last battle, there was just so many of them. And even if they're not that Is good, it- if you've got a bunch of them coming at you, that's going to be, it's going to be a, <laughs> And unlike human error, basically, they have no regards to, you know, to their own lives, you know, so long as you program it to be that well, they're way. they're like pawns so now that you could be, you know, they're yeah. expendable pawns. And I think to a degree, obviously, all droids are, but there's like a reason why you saw more battle droids because they were probably cheaper to, you know, manufacture yeah. and make. And then like those beefier B, what, what are they called? Super battle droids. The super battle super droids. Super battle droids. Yeah, they I were, think they're called B2s. There were not as many of them, but they were definitely more effective because they're probably more expensive. You have to your make. commandos. Another, your droidica. Another bonus to those basic battle droids would be ease of repair. Like all the parts are super hot swappable. So you could literally mm-hmm. scour the battlefield and just rebuild them. They, I feel the like it wasn't even C3 worth POs, it. C3PO's head went on one and it, and it worked. <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't have control over the body, though. I don't think that's the yeah. point. That's not. The, it, that's it not the point. It still worked. It it powered <laughs> it powered his head miraculously, even though it didn't require a power supply while I was laying on the floor. Anyway, um, it it it's it somehow made sense that it it worked. So like you could literally have one medical repair droid just go out and just rebuild them in the middle of battle. Like they're like Lego troopers essentially. <laughs> Lego Lego troopers. Troopers. I mean, Speaking of yeah, they, they do look like they just fall apart really easy. Like, <laughs> they do. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like at the end of Phantom Menace, when they like all shut down and like they like, he like pushes them over, they just like fall apart. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they I mean the riches. <laughs> and that is actually a good point because you mentioned that. Uh, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Back then, the, the the battle droids didn't really have much of a personality. They were all controlled from one state, you know, central station. That's why when the space station blew up, they all fell uh, fell down. Yeah. Because later in the series, you actually hear them have like a different voice, not like a Roger and Roger, more a Roger and Roger. You know. Well, they they changed That's the like voice actor. Again, wait, give me give me that one again. They they, 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 they were <laughs> they were there at first. At first, when you heard the battle droids in the Phantom Menace, they were straight up like Roger Roger. You know, and later on, you just like hear them go, Roger, Roger. They changed it in the movies because you hear it in Clone Wars. They're different. So you're saying that there was like a personality upgrade that made them a little bit more unique to each model or to each build? I think, yeah, I think they each gave them not a a unique personality, but just a personality in general. Because I don't um, think you see it though in the movies. I distinctly remember that they do that in the Clone Wars TV show because... It was a kid's show, so giving them the personality was kind of, like, comedic. But in the movies, I don't think they really had much of a personality. Yeah, I don't think you were right on that. I mean, the voice did sound different, though, in episode three, though. Maybe by by episode three, yeah, maybe. Or maybe it was, like, a ranking thing. Like, this rank got this voice module, this rank got this voice. Because they actually had rankings on the battle droids. Yeah. Yeah, so I, maybe think, it, I think because they had, like commanders around the time, like yeah, around the time they were releasing the uh, the the animated uh, Home Wars, not the three D one, the two D one, um, which is not canon. And I think that's where they started, which is not canon anymore, sadly. 
It was it was basically how they introduced Sauce Ventress and Grievous. There's that one episode where Anakin is swole oh AF. <laughs> and also, don't forget uh, Shaggy. Oh. <laughs> Shaggy the Jedi. Yeah. Shag. It was like something else. Like, the name was a little bit... No, the name was literally Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. Shag and then Gee for the last That's name. incredible. Anyway, but I digress. But let's talk about how dope droidicars are. Like, they just roll yeah. in. Oh, like, they're droidicars. Security force. Police. That's security force right there. Send in the droidicars. Master they destroyers. <laughs> with shields built in. Like, that's a But notice, a you don't, see, you don't right see a lot of them because they're probably more expensive, but they're super effective. They got those, those little... Droidicars actually used to scare me as a kid. they got the shield... And you saw it took him a while. It took Jedi a while to figure out how to kill them because in the Phantom Menace, obviously uh, Qui Gon and Obi Wan see the Droidica and they're like, uh, "Out of here! We're getting out of here." But later, you you are already able to see them like take care of them. It's the grenades for, for the easier. They got them with grenades. There was a, yeah, there was a grenades in the in the Andoran arc where they're teaching uh, teaching Saw Gerrera how to yeah, it's a slow right. roll to get through the through, in, uh, through slow, the shield. Slow roll, bro. It's a great slow concept roll. though. It's a slow like it, you got to. It's the frequencies and it, it made a lot of sense on a scientific. I think it was the velocity. So like the the shields were meant to blast to blast to deflect blaster <laughs> bolts. Because yeah. of how fast that comes at the shield, but the if you roll the grenade at a certain at a certain speed, it would be able to pass through no problem. That's like if you've ever played with Ublek before. You know what I'm talking like. about? It's that it's like that putty you would make out of the what is it borax or something that you would like. So if you is it like magic sand? Maybe it's like you made it yourself, like in, in, in you know, like in science class or something. But it would be like a solid when you would like hit it or um, like try oh, to like oh, yeah, yeah, pick yeah. it up. You can but do that with cornstarch and if stuff. You let it yeah. sit in your hand; it would almost turn into liquid because it would just like because it was based on like the velocity, I guess. Like so, people there was I think even viscosity. like I don't know if it was <laughs> viscosity. I don't know if it was Mythbusters or some program. They actually created a whole giant tub of oobleck. Yeah, and they yeah, ran across yeah. it, but if you were to stand on it, you would sink. Yeah. So. Oh, those things. Perspective. You had a you had a much better science class than I ever did. That yeah, was, it was awesome. only was one time. Like, it's one of those things. No, no, yeah. she said she made it in school. Like I had no idea about this whatsoever. I think that they just use cornstarch for MythBusters. It was just cornstarch and water, and you can make that stuff. It's, it's you know something. I don't know. That, this particular one, that. it was like borax or something that you had to use. Yeah, I think I remember because I did something like that in class too. Like you squeeze it, it becomes hard. You let go, and it goes. Yeah, like if you tried squeezing it like really fast, like it would like be like hard. But then like if you just let it sit in your hand, it would like like become a liquid. It was so weird. Blew my mind as an eight-year-old. I'm trying a a freaking science experiment after this. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to drawings. Yeah, back to back to the droids. So we so we had the basic battle. Then we had the super battle droids, which were more effective. Um, was it Watch just firepower? What was it? What do you think? What, 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 I'm trying to think. Well, like, they were the, the shields better shielding, armor. Shields, thicker armor, and and as a fellow as a clone, those wrist rockets. Wrist. Yeah, Watch those a lot wrist rockets. Rate of fire. <laughs> Higher Watch rate of fire rockets. from their their little pew pews. They were much beefier, they, they, they so you punch. couldn't defeat them as easily. Um, yeah, and you right. unless you are a mace window, you could behead them either because their head was like built into they were the like, shoulders. Yeah, they, they, so no, they no neck. neck. We don't know her. We just like <laughs> they're, <laughs> no they're so annoying here. to kill in Battlefront because they just don't have a head. And you're like, what am I shooting at their shoulder? Yeah, dead center. Yeah, I wonder if they did that on like designed it on purpose so the Jedi couldn't behead them all that quickly. <laughs> they're just like. Yeah. The swollest battle droid, like we don't we don't know next. <laughs> swollest, do <laughs> so swole. Well, they're swollen in the Clone Wars, though. They're really swollen in the Clone Wars. Oh, a hundred percent. So then, and they have a deep they have a deep voice in Clone Wars because I think in the movies they have like a they is. have a high pitched voice. Yeah, it's yeah, the they woman do. From ET that does those really the super. Yeah, the hey, really? Like, that's that's the oh chick my God. From, that did ET, I believe. Really? That's I funny. Think so. Wow. Like, they brought her. Out of retirement to do that voice, I think. <laughs> we need you to come out of retirement to do which, which, this uh, one line. Well, <laughs> the lady that did the voice for ET. Oh, oh, okay. I believe that's it's the super like the in episode three where they catch R two and the, the two super battle droids yeah. are fighting over. Oh, he, they pick him up. <laughs> they pick him yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the the young lady that. Did oh, wow, 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 wow. 
But they're mm-hmm. they're, they're cool droids. I mean, I'd rather have a droidica though. Much what about the commando droids? Now, now, what about the? So we had those guys, and then in the original, we also had or the prequels, we had the magna droid or the magna guards, right? That yeah, I have those no those knowledge. Grievous's, so. Grievous's those all things, yeah. Those guards to contribute. Um, those guys weirdly operated without heads, so obviously their central processing unit was not in their head. Um, oh, no, it, it's in there. It's just, there's an internal power supply that probably keeps it keeps it alive. Like a battery. Then how does backup. it fight? But how does it fight? It's. What do you mean? How it fights? The, the CPU would be in the brain. That way, in case it gets beheaded, it could still do something. Maybe remote access to the body parts. So, so that's a, a remote access. I got you. All right. You know all right. It's, I mean, it's, it's possible. It's all Bluetooth, bro. It's Bluetooth. It's Bluetooth. <laughs> I got it. I got well, it. All like, right. You, I mean, that, listen, that makes as much sense as anything I was coming up with. So there you go. I'll saying. use it. I'll well, use like, it. If, nowadays, if you buy like a surround system, you have one central processing unit that you plug the audio into it and then it Bluetooths out to the other satellite speakers. So it could work the same way. The, the CPU is in the brain with a, 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 a light power core. Maybe a main pro- a main power supply in the chest or body cavity, with a uh, remote connection to the arms and legs, it's just for Jedi beheadings. Yeah. <laughs> and then, mind so then sure. also, so you had those guys. Those guys were those guys were pretty fierce. But I mean, again, so so we haven't got to any droid that really gives a Jedi any sort of mild amount of difficulty. A Magna droid maybe is the most. Uh, and well, I guess the droidicas do the droidicas until they figure out how to kill them. Yeah. Because without grenades, yeah, I would they say had to that. run. They're probably the most challenging right? because without the grenades, they they couldn't get through the shield. They couldn't get close enough to use the lightsabers on the shield. Even if they did, they'd be shot a thousand times by the wonderful cannons on the droidicas. Right, and then so then in Clone Wars, we introduce we introduce a few more. Right, we we introduce what were the what were the name of those ninja droids? Assassin. Oh, yeah, droids. the commandos. They were assassin droids. Know something. Or they suit. I thought they were. Are you talking about the uh, the droid army? No, no, the the, no, the assassin the, droids that moved a lot like the light sister, uh, the night sisters. They had rounded eyes, oh. but like with little. They had like little. Kni- they had like it. knives that they would like shoot, shoot, shoot. They were like ninjas. They were like ninjas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, they were like the commando the droids. droids or yeah. something. Commando droids. I think you might be right. I think they. But might I call be them ninja droids. droids. So. Yeah, that's what they were. Those those were the one. Those droids kind of like created a little bit of an of a thing where i was just like again i guess we'd have to say like we'll justify it by saying they're just too expensive to make but if those droids if you had those droids instead of the uh actual battle droids i feel like all of the everything in the clone wars would have been totally different story um those droids were fairly formidable here's an interesting question from rodney's mind could a battle hey, droid be converted into a assassin slash commando droid with a operating system? Like, could it be just well, programming oh, based? Wait, wait, wait. Is it all programming based? I think there were some. I think there were extra. Like, I don't say extra joints, but it was more. It was designed in a way that might make it more agile. More points of articulation, like an action figure, right? Right, like an action <laughs> figure or something. I don't know. That's kind of what it looked like. Hmm. Um. With those guys, I feel like those guys were, but those guys were, those guys were pretty, pretty difficult to, uh, especially for the clones. Like, you know, yeah. clones had no, pr- no problem with the battle droids, not too much of a problem with the super battle droids. Droidicas, they figured out how to do, but the ninja droids seemed to always cause them some trouble. Um, and you had some other droids. What was it? What was the, uh, the sort of like commander droid, the, uh, strategic the droid? Like Kamali. Oh, oh the yeah, ones that didn't yeah. do any actual combat. They were just, yeah. The general they just like whatever. get mad. Right. It reminded me of um, toaster ovens. I don't know why. I just called them the toaster. Ovens. <laughs> <laughs> they look like frogs to me. A Didn't his head come back to like be useful and something? Like he was a strategic droid. Yeah. I think is the one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, there were a few. There were a couple of them that there. And then there was a whole episode of uh, of what Rebels. you call it of Rebels where they finished the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a strategic droid that guy kind of like led the battle, and they had to battle against. Um, him. Wanted to go um, out in, in the, the end, they weren't very good <laughs> at strategy. I don't think. No, I don't know. Yeah, because that that, was, I mean, that would explain why they were trying to use was it fives as part of the. No, oh, it was it was right. Echo. Yeah, they were trying. Okay, yeah, they were trying to use Echo yeah. to have like a more human element into it, even though it's a clone. But yeah, maybe he won all that. Right. 
You know what was uh, dope? That's... Another great concept in, in droid technology. The buzz droids. Buzz droids. Well, from from uh, season seven? No, no, no. From, no, from, from episode, the, three. episode three. They were like oh, the, they, they the operated little, like, like the annoying flood. ones that would like swarm the the starships yeah, you, or starfighters. They launch like a oh. big container of it, and then it explodes, and like it literally just all falls back onto your ship, like gremlins <laughs> nice. or, or like locusts, <laughs> you know. Gremlins. But, yeah. So th- that was a that's a great concept. Like, you know, let's just take the ship down this way and not have to worry. It, it's just, and then just watch it. Imagine, okay, this all they had to do is protect that center eye, though, and it would be much more effective. I'm yeah, but look how, long on it, that. look how long it took for for R R2 to figure that yeah. out. Like that that your ship will be destroyed by the time your your droid figures that out, unless you got R2. Well, but that's well, Obi Wan seemed to know that, but he didn't care enough to save his own droid. Well, <laughs> oh, right. They're, they're doing their job, so we can do ours. You know, Obi Wan's a cold dude, man. He's a stone cold soldier. <laughs> he gets no attachments nowhere but yeah the, the yeah. those bus droids were, were a great concept it reminded me a lot of the flood from the halo games how these little thing these these little it's almost like if you see like spiders like a lot of people freak out because they're oh, so God. small and there's a lot of them and then they literally tear your ship apart like how gratifying this is gonna get dark for a second how gratifying is it to launch a container of little organisms at something and then watch it get slowly picked apart in Eesh. space. Like that's, mm, that's a thrill of victory, right? We're there. gonna schedule you there. Just not such uh. screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is it time? Is it time for my safe Have you been feeling uh, depressed lately? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feelings uh, of aggression um, and hatred. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Towards other living beings. <laughs> So so we've got all those droids. Now where does it where do the dark troopers, you know, we finally get those dark troopers, which is obviously a callback both to um the original battle droids, to the concept in the video games, and also a little bit to um, you know, the K2SO droids with their design a little bit, at least um the way they look. Um where do those guys sort of fit in your hierarchy of like droids that you would say are effective? Um in combat, well, they seem to be uh, real powerful fighters. You know, very and they don't give an F. Yeah. Wait, which ones? And the the dark troopers. Those from things were from uh, from Those things gave me anxiety when I was watching that episode. Those and then I was also eyes. getting really hyped by the music. It was like whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> the dubstep droids. All the memes on TikTok <laughs> were so funny. People had like people like freaking out, like oh snap, and they're like dancing to the music. It's so crazy. <laughs> Somebody was like, "Yo, they didn't have to make the music slap this hard." <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was, I was and feeling stressed watching that episode. Like you don't, you don't see that kind of beef in no. all of star wars I, I don't think i can't think of a moment that like made me stress that hard like that a droid was you know that beefy <laughs> you know it was, for, it was formidable and it certainly like as like i think about like the other droids we were talking about and if any of those other droids came anywhere near somebody as skilled as as uh, the mandalorian um, they wouldn't even, you know, last the twelve Absolutely seconds. Absolutely pulverized. Right? And I mean, Luke, Luke came in like no problem, right? Yeah, because I can't remember. Yeah, they like the, the one thing is they don't make these droids Jedi proof, right? So for so I was gonna say is that like for for the Mandalorian, like that was that that guy was pretty formidable, um, pretty rough thing. But then when you get right down to it, um, the their Jedi have no problem with droids at all. Like those guys that were crazy formidable to uh, to the Mandalorian, who I think we could all say is a pretty skilled adept uh, fighter. Um, you know, uh, Luke, Luke was just basically walking I, I and wonder just dragging if, his lightsaber uh, through them. If the them. Mandalorians, like if it was in their culture to to produce droids, I wonder how that would have turned out. Because isn't Beskar like the one thing that is like because they they created armor and like weapons that were and like to fight jedi so what if they had used those resources towards you know producing droids like if they if that was in the culture because it it obviously wasn't but i wonder how different it would be if it was 
and how terrifying. Right, well, here's my question: If if be. there were no Jedi, would or would any of those droids made a little bit more of a difference, right? Probably. Like, because the Jedi had no problem with any droid at all. I like, mean, I can't they, think of a single no problem, droid. But again, really... I think that the over the overwhelming numbers of the battle droids were still a problem. Like, they could only take down so many within their vicinity. You know. Right. Well, obviously, the the, the battle droids did decently well in the uh, arena, right? Yeah. In the in episode two, like. I don't know how, but I guess just in sheer numbers, like a lot of a lot of Jedi died, and there was no non-droid fighting on their side. I don't think, except for Jango when he flew down. <laughs> and we there, saw right? how that ended. <laughs> Jango was the only non-droid. Yeah. And Dooku and was Gino, just sitting pretty up in the, in the in the in the you know VIP box. Not, in, not in, not inside the. Not inside the arena, but they were outside when the ships takes right, off, and right. then you see the Aegean Oceans. But even then, like, no, I'm sorry, let me correct that because there's a line of dialogue that says uh, Poggle had his people move into the catacombs. So they like they ran and let the battle droids. I was gonna say the the Aegean Oceans weren't involved in that battle. I was just making fun of Dooku though because he was in his little VIP box watching, and he could have probably totally clapped some cheeks, but he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I'll, I'll let answer. I'll let you go and take care of that bounty hunter. You do that. Oh no, there goes his right. head. <laughs> he actually did it on his own. I don't think. No, Dooku didn't tell him to go. Well, he, he was kind of there as his like his 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 muscle. So it was just kind of like implied, probably. You know, Dooku's oh. not going to be like, "Yo, get your <laughs> in there." <laughs> she can't do that. Shoot her or something. Mr. Opportunity by sticking, not sticking, you know, uh, Nuke Gunray or something in the battle scene, right? Like watching him fight. I think that that, that was a missed that opportunity. Would have been to see what, uh, hilarious. He takes the robe off. He's all buff. Like, yeah, you did not yeah. see this coming. Get you. <laughs> what? He just goes crazy on him. Like, there's a whole fight scene of just Gunray. <laughs> oh, He's my God. Beefy underneath those robes. I think we need I that feel fan like fiction somewhere right there. Deep in the dark corner of the internet, there is some like, there's some kind of fan art out there of Newt Gunray that exists where he's just ripped. Buff Gunray. Just buff Gunray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your average Newt. What an That's oh, awesome. Man. Oh my oh, God. Man. Um, yeah, I mean, so overall, so overall, as we start to wrap this episode up, overall, like, do you rate droids as really effective in battle? Absolutely. On combat? Yeah. We haven't discussed the... Uh, well, okay. Are we just limiting this to, like, ground combat? Because look at the no. effectiveness of a droid in the in a ship. Like, they can okay. fly for you, maneuvers, make repairs, just like how we were introduced to R2. He literally was out there in space making repairs. So that's ultra effective. I mean, we also don't right. know... I mean, yeah. And they, well, they did much, have those one the, droids. What's what were the, the discrepancy, too? Cost-wise, like, was it how like how much was being spent on producing battle droids who uh, there's, you know, there's no, I guess, uh, human error involved. Uh, they're probably more accurate, even if they're not as powerful or their armor isn't as powerful versus they were, you know, they had the clones where who knows how much that cost. But then there's still that element of human error and... Uh, you know, well, maybe I think the biggest comparison would be that like you have to grow a clone, where it's probably the the build time of a droid is less yeah. than the growth time of a. But I'm saying you have those being? elements, even though they were maybe. trained to, you know, they were trained for battle, and like there probably isn't as much compassion involved in their, you know, their process or their thinking process. But st I still think that there was some level of humanity within them that could potentially cause error versus a battle droid that didn't have that you know Ooh, let me counter that and uh be pro droid over well no i'm sorry pro clone over droid um i wonder the capability of hacking into dro uh, droids and util utilizing them against their creators oh i mean 100 like, there's still there's still yeah because because there's more there is creative thinking that is an advantage where you're in a unique situation where maybe a droid wouldn't be able to compute what to do because they're more like, you know, this is what or you got to do, yeah. you know? Imp yeah, being able to improvise and come up with a new plan or whatever, that's obviously, like, 
more effective in a human because of the creative thinking process. Also, the effectiveness of a medical droid on the battlefield definitely outweighs a human or a humanoid medical person. Yeah. Like you could literally send a, a well-armored medical droid up the battlefield and not have to worry too much about you know, well, we don't have their we off. don't have their budget reports, so we don't really know. <laughs> so, so my major takeaway from this conversation with Elena is um, that she's really concerned about the cost of everything in Star Wars, and that's her main. That, she's listen, like, I, you know, is money. That's what you know. Think about think about ammo restocking. Uh, I recently watched a movie on Netflix called um, The Outpost. Uh, it's about these a, a military group that are literally like fighting inside of a hole. And there's one very long battle scene where this young guy, he's like the ammo runner. So he goes from one like building, he grabs like some 40 cal and some 9 millimeters, and then he runs to a different place. Like a, a droid would be able to knock that out in no time. And you wouldn't have to worry about it like getting shot on the way if it had a, a mm-hmm. good amount of armor or at least one of those vibro shields or whatever that the guns yeah. were using. Something like all that. Stuff. So that would be extremely, extremely useful in a battlefield. Hmm. Um, so maybe our next episode is all about the budgets um, for <laughs> Star Wars Final Wars, <laughs> right? And we'll go. We'll we'll talk about the uh, finance committees in the Senate. Um, Thank you, and, Clan. Uh, <laughs> and how big their heads are. <laughs> it's, all, um, it's all the calculations. Uh, the numbers. Yeah. 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 But we'll leave that for next time. Anyways, um, you know, nice little droid. We gave the droids some love. We hadn't given them their proper due um, yet, I don't think, on this podcast like we did today uh, to go on those various things. I'm still not sold that the that uh, droids uh, are effective in combat um, personally, but um, certainly could see some benefits for them, um, you know. And maybe, maybe just using the movies as an example, like the droids overall... I haven't seen them be too successful, except for maybe episode two a little bit. So that's where I stand with it. But anyways, guys, thanks for another awesome discussion. Um, As we um, come to the end of our time, before we leave, we'd like to tell everybody where they can find us. So Elena, where can everybody uh, get in touch with you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Elena underscore strikes. And all of your other social from there. You can find them all there. (laughs) You'll figure it out. (laughs) And Albert? Hello there. All right. So you can find me on Instagram with cc underscore 22795. And that's about it, really. Awesome. Awesome. Don't contact me. (laughs) (laughs) No, leave me alone. Get off my space lawn. You can find me on Instagram at lord underscore dread. That's D-R-E-A-D. All right. And as usual, I will tell you where you can reach me, even though I don't know that you would actually get a hold of me. And that's at BMTN1111. But you're better off getting us at our Two months later. Six. Yeah. It's possible if anybody. I I don't even know. I can't remember. Yeah. So don't. Don't. Just get me on the uh, stuff for this, uh, for the podcast, which is at the Wills Pod on Instagram and Twitter. um, Or search for us on Facebook. Or email us at um, thewillspodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Anything you really want to tell us would be awesome to hear. But uh, other than that, next time uh, we will share a bunch of crazy stories not related to the topic. And then also go on to the topic as well. Uh, But thanks again and we'll see you next time.